What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. Okay, so I'll, all right, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try. It. This is the first show we've we're back. Oh, okay, uh, is, are we introing right now? All right, I mean, this is our little. Yeah, we're just we're just. Uh, oh, this, this is our, oh this, <laughs> this is the pre-show, dude. We haven't done it. Forever. This is the pre-show. Remember, once we get back, we got to tell everybody where we've been. So yeah, yeah, we will. So dude, look at that thing. That thing is like stacked. I mean, this oh, is a like lot a, of stuff. It's, it's like a it's like a mountain. Of so stuff. this is the Oreo most stuff. Um, Sarone here, Michael brought this for our. Return show here. So, hey, so I, I bought three. Oh, there goes there goes the one part. So I, you're just dissecting it right now. Mm-hmm. So I bought three packets. I got one for myself, one for you, and you don't have to pay me for anything because I, 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 you know, we've we, we've known each other for probably a decade now. So whoa, 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 whoa. that's a lot of stuff falling off the cookie there. <laughs> oh man. Um, but I bought. I said. I said. I literally walked in there. <laughs> I went like this. The person that was. I was in there trying to take a picture of it and put it on like my Instagram or something like that. And someone was like staring at me, so I said, "Okay, I gotta put my phone away because it looked kind of crazy taking a picture of a cookie." Um, but uh, I just want to tell the lady, like, move along. Um, but I bought three packets of those: one for you, mm-hmm. one for me, and then one for the show when we do an official review. Sure. Uh, possibly when we get our other podcast, right, right, if, right. If that starts to accumulate here in wow. the coming months, so I got one for that. So that's going to stay sealed. Wow, that the most stuff How is brought that? it. Holy crap, dude. <clears throat> I told you, man. Literally, I, when I took a first bite of that, no joke, we were in the gym. My, because I, I, I got a plan of fitness like a wa- wa- way yeah. back, you know, yeah. back in October, November, something like that. And uh, my sister, uh, she got one. So did my brother-in-law. My parents got one, stuff like that. I use. I'm not there with them because I, my schedule, especially where I work and stuff like that. Is, I, I rather go to the one that's on 28. Okay. And, um, so. I have the black card just in case I need to go to the one in Burke in case right. the traffic's really bad. Because yeah. um, that school gets out at four, which is like hell on on one wheels. And <laughs> you on. got the black card, so you're you're a fancy uh, Planet Fitness member. Because I'm a regular <laughs> card guy. Oh, you're the white guy. I just have the little. Yeah, I am the white guy. Um, I have just the little card and black card. Yeah, you're like a uh, royalty. When it comes to well, Planet Fitness. Yeah, I mean, you well, can go the, use the massage chairs. I did that once. Well, how did the they very, go? The very first one. Yeah. <laughs> the very first time I went there, I was like, I'm going to use yeah. the massage chairs. I'm yeah. paying for it. It's a great and workout. I've never, never been back yeah. there. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've ever, I don't think I've ever actually seen anybody use a massage chair. They're, they're not bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they do. It's not like, like, you go. Like, and, if I went and sat on there, do you think anybody would question? They were like, you're not a black card member. Well, no, you have to show them to, because to, to, oh. they act, activate it from the front computers. Oh, well, so that's the system. Because I can't break, I can't. 
I can't pull that crime off then. When's, have you Why? gone to the one on twenty eight? Like the newer one? I uh, have. We we used to go to that one when we were still in Herndon. Now we go to the Westfields Shopping Center one. Okay. Yeah, like uh, the, obviously, yeah, you wouldn't go. All so the way I've been over to there. the new one. Yeah, the new one's pretty big. The new one's nice, but it's yeah. like it's like a maze, like a yeah. like mousetrap trying to get back there. Is that the one like, with the second floor? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they got the second floor. Yeah. on the top for your stretching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the PF three sixty. Yeah, like that. yeah. Only the hot girls go up there to well, do sure. their yoga or whatever. Yeah, hot girls and you. Um, yep. So uh, it's kind of funny though. Um, because I got the black card mainly because of the location thing. Like I said, because I work in Burke on certain days and the traffic to get back. We'll tell the people exactly where you work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that anyone's listening. Um, <laughs> they don't even know we're back. Uh, but I did have a lot of I did have a lot of responses when I put it yeah. on my Instagram. Um, but besides the point, so I bought the black card for that reason only. And really, when I got the black card, I was like, okay, I can do this. And I did it like probably for maybe a month and a half or so where I'd go to the one in Burke. Because if the traffic to get back to the one in Sterling-ish, Dulles area, whatever you want to call it, is over like 55 minutes, and I'll go to the one in Burke. But yeah, yeah sometimes, some days it's like that. But then the other days, if it's below 50 minutes, like 40, 45, I'd rather just say screw it and drive there. And the problem is that like, because if I drive and it's over 55 minutes, I get so tired in the car that I'm like, I don't want to go in. I, yeah, I just, by the time I just you get to by. the gym, you're like, ah, oh, might as well just go hit up a McDonald's drive through exactly. and go home. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, seriously, it just sucks. So luckily, uh, the last like couple months, so I've been to the one in Burke forever, but the one yeah. in Burke is so small. It's li- it literally is like like uh, a tiny little office. Yeah, like there's there's tons of treadmills, but all the machines are like stuck together. So like like when you're doing a set, like you're staring at somebody else. Yeah, that's always a fun <laughs> moment. It's in the like gym. you're sitting there doing like you know, just say you're full doing eye shoulders, contact. So, with say them. you're doing like lat pull downs. You're yeah. just grabbing the bars and you're going like this, and like you make eye contact with the guy that's like five feet away yeah. from you. It's yeah. like really awkward. It's romantic. Yeah, so if, you, you, you know you have a, to pick a spot on the ceiling to stare. Yeah, no, that's the way to go. Do you got the uh, you you work out with the AirPods? Uh, so I got um. A knockoff brand of AirPods. Oh, um, see, I yeah. did that. I bought a knockoff brand of AirPods at first. They never worked. They were fifteen dollars off, like the yeah, off I Amazon. got mine like twenty five bucks. I'm like, yeah. that. they've they've worked pretty well. I mean, because the thing is, when I when I'm at school, I ended up I ended up just plugging them into my laptop while uh-huh. I'm teaching, and they they charge up like a couple couple times a week. Sure, and sure. I try to keep them as charged as possible. But like, I'll leave them in my car. I mean, if you try to steal them, screw it. I don't really care. They sent yeah. me they sent me yeah. two on accident, so I got an extra pair. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's not fair. See, you get the the the, the real AirPods. My, I mean, I have the real AirPods, but I mean, you got a knockoff brand that actually works. Yeah, it's not bad. The knockoff band, brand that I bought didn't work, so I had to eventually just get real AirPods. <laughs> the, the, those good? They do the job. See, see mine are like off blasted on my phone, and yeah. it doesn't like I can hear it. But that's it, because you bought twenty five dollars <laughs> fake AirPods. <laughs> you can't complain at that point. If that's you right, are, don't right. get the real AirPods now, the real AirPods do pretty well. I'm an AirPod guy now. I'm an yeah. elevated member of society because I have AirPods. Do you have like a silicone case or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the little case where you, that's a charging but case. It, no, but is it like silicone or something like that? Mine's silicone. Like, I don't, I'm not like, keeping track of like. The, uh, is that is that what it is? Silicone that's like, I don't know. like rubbery. I'm not a, a scientist. I'm not keeping track of the. <laughs> Mine's the like plastic, so if I drop it, it'll probably like shatter. Oh, so this is probably. My guess is this is plastic. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But so, so the bad part is like if you put it in your pocket, sometimes yeah. I'll be lifting and like I don't know if my arm is is yeah. you know destructing or what, what's it called uh, interfering with destructing. Yeah, yeah that's not the right word. Interfering with like the the radio waves go into the box or something sure, like that yeah. and it's like you I, are you I, know made of radioactive yeah i'm like lift lifting and like my arm gets in the way and it's and like it cuts off my ears i'm like what the and then i then i move my arms and it goes Man. back it's like it's like i'm an alien or something it's like those darn knockoff brands just don't get the job done. do you so when you take yours out do you leave the box in your car uh no you have to take it with you right I take it with me yeah. everywhere 
Because because I, I yeah, I put it in my pocket. Don't you have to have it with you to to no, play them? I don't think so. Mine did because I left it in the car one time. I looked like that idiot where I left it in the car and I started walking away and it just cut off. And then I went back. To, I walked near my car and it cut back on. And I walked See, back on. It was so weird. You're just a fool. You're yeah, just a fool. You need to get the real brand. Yeah. Well, they, they they came from China before Corona. Well, maybe well, Corona's been hidden for like probably years. So Corona. Oh, coronavirus. Yeah, I was like, go. Corona, like the beer? Yes. You ordered some Coronas from China? Yeah. They, they say the Chinese have a, have a, have a great beer brewing. <laughs> did you, did you hear that? Uh, yeah. Did you hear that whole entire thing about the, um, the, the cruise ship? Yacht, yeah. The yacht. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the yacht, yacht thing. But the, the big cruise ship where they're offering free, uh, free adult, porn, ad, right? Ad, okay. I was going to yeah. say adult coverage. Yeah. Adult, yeah. adult coverage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, they've been stranded on there for forever yeah. at this point. It's been like 30 something days. Bar, oh, yeah, actually, Barstool shared that. So that's why, yeah, you, yeah, that's yeah. why you probably saw it. Yeah. And yeah. Barstool's like, yeah, porn can't even, you know, solve this coronavirus. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> poor, poor people, poor people. But, you know who's not poor people? The fans of DC Crossover, because yeah. we're back. We're oh, back yeah. in business. So Ronan Simpson I pressured you returned to, get back to the business. mics. <laughs> we're here. We're new studio. Um, brand new studio. We paid a lot of money to rent this studio. Um, and it's it's this is where they uh, some pretty important people record. I hear Tony Kornheiser records this podcast oh, here. Really? Uh um, yeah, the acoustics on the wall are pretty good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We've got some broken Mason bobbleheads there, one armed yep. bobbleheads. Um You still got that shirt that we went to the game and they gave <sighs> it to you? Man. The green shirt. I wear it every now and then. Oh, like the recycling one? Yeah. This is like 19 on the back. I think like it's in my closet. Yeah. I, I have. Is I that have... the bobblehead they gave you and didn't give me? <laughs> I, it's quite possible. Because apparently you were a student and I was Yeah, wasn't. that was weird. I don't know how that, what, what <laughs> the deal was there. But uh, we are back on the airwaves here. Uh, and we've got some, some plenty of new stuff coming your way as far as, obviously, in the sports world, plenty to talk about. Um, in the food and snack world, plenty to talk about. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be revealing some more stuff uh, as the show goes on. But uh, I guess, I guess should we just dive in? Do we, do we want to hit the intro and get things going? We can. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> they're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. Hello? You play to win the game. And we are back right here, the DC crossover with Sarone Simpson. Once again, Mike Sarone, Ben Simpson on the mics for you yet again. We've taken a big, long hiatus. Um, not really a hiatus, but I, well, I guess you can consider it. Yeah, you could call it a little hiatus. I don't really know how long we're a like hiatus a famous is. rock band. Yeah, um, yeah, we're like Led Zeppelin going back on tour or something exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. Guns N' Roses coming to Nats Park. There you go. Um, but yeah, we've been on a little hiatus uh you know, we had a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives and different stuff like that, and um, you know, moving, family things, all that kind of stuff that was going on. So uh, we had to get back on the mics, obviously now. And of course, of I course, mean, two geniuses we, like ourselves. We, like, we, of course, we had all this stuff happen to us in our personal lives, sure. which happened right when the Nats <laughs> the won Nats the, World the World Series. Series. Right, like, come right, on, now. right when the Nats needed us most oh from a podcast gosh. perspective. But yeah, like like Mike said, I mean, we're we're glad to be back on the mics, and, and it's one of those great things with. DC sports where there, there's always stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're, we're happy to hop back in, especially heading into another baseball season. Hopefully a 
back-to-back World Series championship oh, yeah. baseball season, and we'll be doing some spring training previews and, and stuff like that. So we got plenty that we'll be talking about here moving forward, but we are back for now. This is kind of like our, our comeback show, um, so we're just going to touch on a few different things here and there, um, but we'll leave kind of the the other the other main topics to talk about it for shows to come. Uh, but, but Mike... We do have to start with the World Series champions. Yeah, no doubt about um, it. Now, we'll, we'll get a new intro for this soon, but this is what we used to use here. Three balls, two strikes. <laughs> hey, Three balls, first, two first strikes, episode back. The there we go. Oh, man, I missed that. Oh, man. It, it, dude, I do miss it, too, man. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I literally can say that. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a new thing, obviously. I badger you with text all the time. And it's kind of like our language now where usually if, if you don't respond, then I'm just like, okay, he, either he's busy or he just doesn't really care to respond. So when I, when I, when I, when I have a feeling that you don't. It's when I'm busy. When, when I have a feeling that you just don't care to respond, I reread my text and say, would he actually need to respond to this? <laughs> I'm That's like, funny. I literally look at him like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's I, funny. Like, I, I, I texted you twice about Mason basketball. Uh, when oh, I, they're horrible. I only so. placed two bets on Mason all right, year. Right, right, right. VCU both games lost both bets because of Mason. I, I bet on Mason the first game. It was like a yeah. seven and a half point spread. They win when they're supposed to lose, and they lose when they're supposed I to. I totally win. bet on. I was like, okay. Then they ended up losing by double digits, and I bet on VCU just to win outright. Yeah, fourteen and a half point spread, and Mason goes to VCU to to, uh, to win against Mason the Rams. basketball. Mason Nation, man, I did have the season tickets again this year. They've this just been a dud. Mason <laughs> it's sucks. just like, a, but. So it started off real well, though. Sure, but the team that doesn't suck, the Washington Nationals, of course, coming off their World Series. Um, we haven't done a show since they've done yeah. uh, made their run, but you and I were texting throughout the whole postseason, of course, and uh, you know talking about the games as they were progressing. And now, for the Nats, you head into a season where you're looking to defend your title. And, and the funny thing is, especially here in spring training, all the storylines heading into spring training, I mean – Dusty Baker, of course, former Nats manager who was yep. fired even after taking this team to the playoffs. You've got him involved. You've got the Astros and Nats actually sharing a spring training facility. Awkward. Both teams who have played in the World Series last year, of course. You've got Will Harris, who was a reliever for the Houston Astros, who's now on the Nationals. So, And then, you know, the, obviously the whole cheating scandal hanging over everything as well. So, so many wild storylines heading into the spring training. Uh, and that brings us to where we are right now with spring training games starting this Friday. I believe all the spring training games start kicking off. Uh, most teams start playing like small colleges and stuff like that first, and then they get into the actual games. But, but Mike, I guess um, you know we'll, we'll be doing some actual previews, like position by position and all that stuff. But I would like to hear as far as your thoughts of um, like where are you at as a Nats fan heading into another season? Are you hopeful and confident for a repeat are you tentatively optimistic are you sad about Rendon leaving you know what are what are some of your where's your head at right now as a Nats fan well really when you look at Mike Rizzo everyone thinks of Mike Rizzo as you know a love-hate guy like sure either I love sure. him because he's doing great or whatever or I hate him because he makes a dumb move for a for a bullpen that doesn't sure. really work out sure uh right now I'm actually very optimistic um you know, last year it was kind of those situations where they just got hot at the right time. Soto was on fire in the playoffs. Rendon was, uh, you know, hitting the cover off the ball. And uh, obviously Howie Kendrick with his clutch hitting in the playoffs as well against the Dodgers and the Astros with two home runs. Um, 
But really, when you're looking at it, Adam Eaton finally had a really good season under his belt here. Uh, he was uh, hurt multiple times um, in his first year or so. Uh, and then he came back, and now all of a sudden you're seeing him entering his third year, having Soto and Robles to his right uh, in the outfield, you know, trying to mentor them a little yep. bit more. And um, that was good to to keep him on the roster because some people, there were rumors that they might go get another outfielder or vice versa or whatever it may be. Um, and then obviously you look at second base, Howie Kendrick. Uh, he will be probably the starting second baseman, but they will spot him with a guy like Starlin Castro, who I thought was a great pickup. And also, they also uh, brought back Cabrera, which is a good deal as well. Obviously, like you said, we're going to get into position by position at sure. a, another date. But when you look at it, because spring training is just obviously just starting, but I just think that the people that they brought back, the people that they have, uh, you know, good rep- rapports from over the last year, um, you know, like we said, like like Eaton, Robles, who who started to turn it on a little bit later in the regular season, the playoffs, eh, not so yeah. much, but at the same time, he still uh, did pretty well in the playoffs, uh, at least for a younger guy like that. Sure, Soto, who's a superstar. Um, Man, did he have a coming out party or un- what? Unreal. I mean, you and I, we've been privy to watching Juan Soto, obviously, yeah. all this season and even last year, of course. And but the rest of the league, they didn't really know about Juan Soto. Yeah. I mean, you you ask a, a, most American League fans, I'm sure they really had no idea who Juan Soto is. Most Astros fans probably yep. had no idea who Juan Soto it was heading into the postseason. And then you got the you know the crotch grabbing, the huge home runs, the wild card game. It's kind of weird how that Trent came Grisham. out like yeah. during the playoffs. Yeah, it just it just, yeah, like, which he's been doing that for a whole season. Yeah, we've been seeing Juan Soto do the Soto shuffle. All you know for years now, um, and that's that's as a Nats fan, we kind of know when Soto's doing the shuffle, you know he's really locked in, and, yeah. he's, and he and he wants to you know just destroy the baseball. But what a what a wild ride it was for him in this postseason. Because now, I mean, you and I were doing shows last year where we were talking about okay, is Juan Soto going to be able to repeat what he did the year prior? Um, and he, for the most part, he did. I mean, yeah. he had a pretty fantastic 2019 campaign. And then, obviously, the postseason, he was fantastic as well. So it's kind of hard, interesting to think about what the third act is going to be for Juan Soto here in his third season. I mean, that's exciting as an, as it is as a Nats fan because if he can even match or exceed what he's done in the past couple of years, and we're talking about another maybe even MVP-type yeah. season, you know? Well, that's the funny thing, too, is that people were saying – can Carter Keeboom, which we'll get to in a minute, yeah. can Carter Keeboom replace Anthony Rendon? That is a big question mark because you think about Juan Soto and say, could he you know, fill the shoes of Bryce Harper? He exceeded Bryce Harper, actually, with 34 homers, which mm-hmm. is around Bryce Harper. I guess you could say average-ish, yeah. you know, kind of you know, where, where he usually is during home runs during the regular season. 110 ribbies, which is a really good stat. Uh, but then he had 282 in his batting average. And at one point, he was he was hitting really well. And then he kind of dipped down a little bit. It was a little bit of a roller coaster, but he still ended up with a 282 batting average. And that's the biggest thing you look at is Trey Turner batted pretty much 300, 298, 282. I mean, these are young guys who they're going to re-sign here. I mean, we've always said that, okay, after the whole entire playoff, me and you were texting saying, like, just re-sign him now. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Just get, get him a 10-year contract and be done. Bring a wheelbarrow full of cash. A and, bunch and of wheelbarrows. drop yeah. it at their doorstep. Seriously. And that's the thing is, like, even Victor Robles, we talked about him having a decent regular season. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, bat, he batted in the eighth or the ninth spot most mm-hmm. of the time because they did that little thing with the pitcher. pitcher and, he uh, had and flashes. He, uh, I mean, he wasn't, 17 homers and 65 RBs, yeah. 28 stolen bases, yeah. batted over 250, which is pretty good. I mean, that's better than Michael Taylor's average. So it's like you just look at it and say – is is Carter Keeboom going to do something like Bryce or like Juan Soto did, replacing the guy that he's replacing? But 
I just, I mean, I don't know about that right now. Like I said, we, we can get to that in a minute. But just looking at what they did and and how they ended up the entire season, they were all just played as a team. They were all, I mean, obviously there's no more Baby Shark. I think that should be put to bed too, and they should maybe come out with some new stick. Yeah. Um, but yeah. overall, look, I'm just looking at their depth chart right now, and I don't see the the changes that they that they can say that oh this is going to be the the issue here because like you said they got uh, Will Harris who. People are going to think about him and how he gave up that home run to Howie in the, in the World mm-hmm. Series, but people don't understand that was their best setup setup guy slash yeah. reliever or whatever oh, yeah. for the entire organization mm-hmm. for their Astros, and that's Will Harris coming in. He's going to be the main setup guy. Daniel Hudson can be the the spelling setup guy for like maybe like a Marlins series or something like that. And then you got guys like Tanner Rainey who he wasn't good in the playoffs by any stretch, but overall you know he can do something regular season kind of yeah, be that. young guy live arm. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously you know Hunter Strickland coming back and so on and so forth. But you just look at these guys, and I mean, they brought back Suzuki, they got Jan Gomes, they reworked their contracts, so they got those guys for another, I think, two years, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, and Eric Thames, thank God, he's going to be the starting first baseman <laughs> yeah. of Ryan. You Zimmerman. forget about him. Yeah, exactly. Sometime. And it's, it's, I just think it's kind of funny because yeah. you know you look at their their roster, and first base has been upgraded, second base has kind of stay the same but you could probably say that kind of upgraded with Castro and Cabrera being added to the fold uh, but the third base is really going to be the biggest issue so far yeah I, I think that is where as from a Nats fan perspective Carter Keyboom now obviously super small sample size last year him coming up and he struggled for sure after after getting the the home run in his first game but uh, it's going to be that's going to be the true test yep. I mean they have guys that they can throw in there like Howie like as Drew Bull like Starlin if needed, if Carter struggles, but you know, hey, if it if he doesn't, let's say best case scenario, the guy puts together a tremendous campaign, then even you know, above you, average, then you've you know? got a guy who's supposed to be you know part of the face of the franchise of the future there. And think of that young uh, left side of the infield. If you got Keyboom and Turner there on your left side of the infield for the future, I mean. Because uh, I think the the thinking is eventually you're going to move Carter to second base, um, most likely to yeah. f- to fill that hole. But you got to bring in a third baseman first before you can do that. But but yeah, I think from a Nats fan perspective, there's no reason not to be optimistic, man. Well, well, think about it. Once you know, as you said, bringing another guy you know from years to come. Schurz is going to be here for another maybe two years. That's yeah. what, that's when he yeah. becomes a free agent twenty two twenty two. Okay, that's like thirty five million off the books. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and they restructured. Obviously, I think Ryan Zimmerman's only getting two million this year or something like that. Yeah, not uh, much. Which yeah. you know, me and you said you know just cut ties and make him a coach something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, he's making. I'm looking at the contracts right now. One year, two million. We'll take that. That's whatever. It's not a lot of money. Uh, and maybe. You know him and Thames can Thames can be the starter while he, you know I mean Thames isn't even making that much money he's only making about four million for a year yeah I mean you got a lefty bat and a righty bat there at first base yeah. which is what you kind of need Thames is kind of a, yeah. uh, a replacement for Matt Adams yeah exactly um, exactly and, uh, power and that, power bat exactly and that's the thing is you really don't that, that first base position really isn't a big issue because if you think about it you can put Howie over there and have mm-hmm. Starlin Castro who hit near near three hundred second base you know yeah. it's, it's it's you just rework the whole entire lineup and hopefully Davey after Two years now, one year of struggling, and then all of a sudden this year we're in the World Series. You know, I think that you can come back and just look at their whole entire structure of their of their contracts and say we reworked a decent amount. Obviously, they paid a ton of for Strauss. They didn't overpay for Rendon. Um, just looking at, it, I mean, right now you got Patrick Corbin and Steven Strasburg until twenty twenty four. Yeah, I mean that's five years basically. You'll take that of a number one, number two yep. starter right there. Boom, boom, and that's going to be solid. And obviously, once once possibly Corbin comes off the books because he'll be thirty five at that point, they'll get rid of him. And I mean, just thinking about it, 
I just think I'm looking at their contracts and everything looks to be solid. The only one I'm a little bit worried about is Will Harris because he's 35 right now. They signed him for three years, but it's only $8 million. Overall, I just think that when you see around 2022 come up, there's a lot of free agency things coming up, and then you're going to have to start signing your position players. Yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly right. But I think, like you said, I think for the, the, the as far as is this team set up for the future, the answer is yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got lots of guys. Now At least the, the next couple of years. Yeah, exactly. And the real question is going to be is what the Nats' ownership is going to do with Mike Rizzo because, again, his contract right. is up um, after this season. So we'll kind of see how that plays out as well because as much crap as we give Rizzo sometimes, the guy has put together, been the architect, of a World Series winning team. Yep. So, you know, you got to give him full credit after that. But, man, the fact that baseball season is coming up, dude, it's it's <laughs> almost here again, yeah. which is wild to think about uh, because it felt like that Nats run was, you know, a year long in a way with the six-month regular season. Then you've got a month or, or two with the postseason, and then we got three months off, and then now we're back at it again, basically. But one, one, one thing I want to touch on real quick before we move on is um, – the, obviously, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you know all about the Astro sign stealing scandal, all of that. We're not going to dive into the nitty gritty of that. Um, you can go and find find videos and, and articles on that. But I they're everywhere. <laughs> exactly. But but my the 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 point I wanted to make regarding the Astros side of things is how if you think about it, um, how important the Nats beating them in the World Series really was for baseball. Oh, yeah. Because if if just imagine if the Astros had won. The World Series last year, um, the the rest of baseball. I mean, they would have had that. The conversation would have been made that the Astros would have stolen last year's World Series as well through cheating or things like that. It would have been bad overall for baseball. You would have had Astros fans being able to say, "Yeah, well, we won it in 2019." All this stuff. Um, so the Nats really kind of saved baseball in a way. Yep. By being the good guys and winning the World Series uh, against a team that now obviously is going in hot water, but. I guess what I wanted to get your perspective on, and, and we've talked about it on Twitter and things like that, is if you're an Astros fan right now, um, you know, where are you at? Like, where do you, th- where do you, do you, because we, we've seen on Twitter, we've seen Astros fans go the polar opposite of probably the way they should yeah. and be brazen and brash and annoying on Twitter. And then we've seen obviously some Astros fans be quiet. If you are an Astros fan, um, which thank God you're not. You know, are you shutting up right now? Are you, uh, or are you defending your team so, till they die? Like, yeah. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, that's the thing is, um, you know, we've talked about it enough, just just personally, but just kind of outright saying that, you know, you texted me one time saying this this is Astros fan that's like, you know, getting in an argument with me. Over, oh yeah, yeah. You know, like it was, and I looked at it. I just started laughing. Like I didn't want to get in to do like kind of this kind of weird thing because then she probably would have been confused because. You know, I'm my picture is on our Twitter, and then all of a sudden I'm tweeting at her from a different account with my picture <laughs> on my Twitter. Like it's it's kind of weird. So sure, I just sent that one gif or whatever I did, and I tweeted last night because I saw Carlos Correa, and I saw Carlos Correa, uh, you know, from a couple or like a couple days ago or something like that. Him talk, and I tweeted out something about it, and then last night I saw it again. And I'm like the same same clip, but I'm just like kind of irritates me that the guy is sitting there and you know just trying to say Kurt Suzuki, you know you should enjoy your ring and enjoy your teammates and stuff like that. It's like, dude, he why would and I texted you and say why would he lie? There's no point of Kurt Suzuki lying. They already yeah. won. And the context for those who don't don't know is Kurt Suzuki was asked about oh, right. you know if he thought that the Astros had been cheating 2019 series and he said yes um, and there had been articles about that already where they where they said other teams were coming to the Nationals and saying you guys need to watch Al-Sora. out if you yep. play the the Astros because you guys you need to change up your signs you need to do whatever because they cheat 
Like they were told by multiple teams, yep. other players on other teams, that hey, you guys need to watch out for this. So it wasn't really a secret per se. Yeah. And Kurt Suzuki saying that yeah, I think they were they were whistling coming from the dugout. The Yankees had reported whistling coming from the dugout when they played the Astros. So yep. it's like if if you're you know I, I just I, I'm with you where look if I'm an Astros fan right now I'm obviously you know there's nothing you didn't cheat exactly. that your team did you, you know you can't be expected to be held accountable for them but at the same time. I'm not going out there being cocky on Twitter saying my team is the best. Like that, the whole reason I got in that argument was because someone tweeted and said my team's better than your team. Yeah. Um, blah blah blah. And I'm like, hey, you, you might want to pipe down. Yeah, yeah. You can't say your team is better than my Take team. Take a when, season off. When, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So if you want to follow me on Twitter personally, it's at Sarone16, but also at the DC crossover. Yeah. Uh, ben runs our Twitter. And so on mine, I put yeah, any Twitter arguments is conducted by Ben <laughs> uh, out of that account. So don't blame Mike if you see some shady stuff on right, there. Right. Well, I always, I, I always, you always text me and say, "Hey, hey, look, yeah. look, look what I'm doing." And I, I started, I started looking at it. It's pretty funny though. Um, but I went back and I saw the Carlos Correa thing, and Jesse Doherty, you know, he he put something on Twitter, and I, yeah. and I retweeted him. I said, "I said cheaters are going to cheat." Correa just saw that the whole league is feeding off their insincerity, which they were during the press conference. Mm-hmm. And I said, maybe he should come out and be a leader with the media rather than comment on something that's so minor. You dug the grave, now lie in it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, literally, that's all it is. That, yeah. That's exactly what I said. And that's the thing is. You can't go out there and start, you know, arguing over Kurt Suzuki comments. I mean, he's like, well, now you're going over the MLB and the the commissioner's investigation, all that stuff, because it obviously said nothing happened in twenty in twenty nineteen, dude. They caught you in twenty seventeen, you or they, now they caught you, obviously in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did why would you just randomly stop? Yeah, at the exactly. There's no there's no chance. And even even Rob Manfred, who had com- who had a press conference yesterday, I think he was asked about. Um, hey, like, you know, even with the buzzers and things like that, he was asked about, do you, can you guys say for sure that, you know, the Astros didn't use buzzers? And he said, no. He said that, that, so, you know, um, there's some, there's, there's a lot still that's unresolved from the Astros side of things. And for baseball, it's just a horrible look. And I think the, but the super interesting part is if you were a baseball fan, there's going to be some must-watch games this year. Oh, yeah. Astros going to Yankee Stadium for the first time of the year. Um, Astros going pretty much to any ballpark is going to be – now, it's really too bad that the Astros and Dodgers don't play during the regular season because Cody Bellinger and Carlos Correa have been going back and forth um, in through the media as well. But um, – well, then you have Dusty come out and say, and like, Dust- please, MLB, step in. And it's yeah. Like, Dusty, like, what are they, they going to do? Yeah, there's not – and that the worry there is, okay, if if an Astro – let's just say it's an Astros-Nats. If an Nats pitcher throws inside to an Astros player, is he going to get thrown out of the game now because yeah. of Dusty's comments? Now, I do get it from Dusty's perspective where it's like, hey, he's got to defend his guys. Like, yeah. he's got to endear himself to his new ball club and fan base. But I agree, ridiculous comments. Well, we understand <laughs> that, that he said what he said because of the sole fact that it's like – you know, hey, just watch out for this. Yeah, but, he doesn't want guys. But, his guys getting beaned all. Yeah, season. he's he's getting he's putting that umbrella over. Hey, this situation is not good, yeah. and players are not happy about it. So this is what's going to happen. But the problem is, is, just like you said, it's all about the equality of the game in the sense of if this guy gets beaned and you say it's on purpose or whatever, and this guy gets beaned but it's on accident or something like that, where's the correlation? Yeah, you can't say you every. Can't, you can't. You can't. You don't hop into the any Astros feelings. pitcher that uh, any Astros hitter that gets hit this season. You can't automatically say it's because yeah. of the cheating scandal. Yeah, because pitchers hit batters all the time. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, we'll we'll, we'll kind of see how that plays out, it's but. Nuts. Um, 
But yeah, so we'll, Mike and I will be going into some spring training preview stuff here for the weeks to come. We've got like a month and a half left before the season starts. Right. So end of March is when the first games start. So we got plenty of time. But once to we get once stuff. once they start playing a decent amount towards yeah. the end of spring training, when they start getting back into that that motion, then we'll we'll get more uh, stuff going on. And obviously, yeah. we'll probably try to have some interviews with some people. Sure, we're not bringing happening. back that Phillies girl anymore. You don't think so? She was wasn't she rude to you on Twitter or something like that? She was calling Nats fans trash or something like. <laughs> Yeah. She was talking S on Twitter. Well, I, I, I kind of, like. I kind of, or did you instigate that? I don't remember. No, I feel like there no, was I did definitely instigate it because she's, she's. Wasn't there like a picture of like uh, Nats fans like weren't showing up and oh yeah, she the did say some stuff like and that. She was talking. I mean, crap. obviously, it's a, it's a it has to be a unanimous decision to bring her back. Well, we'll I just it thought out. it was. I'm just, I just yeah. thought it was funny though because um, I mean, it would be great to talk with her because we can lure it over the fact that we won the World Series. Yeah, so how's, so, how's Bryce doing? Yeah, um, how salty is Bryce? Uh, but that's the funny thing is that like she, she's she knows her stuff, but she like we're biased. Trust oh, us. Oh, of course, we're so biased. This is the DC crossover exactly. Right? But we have this bias that is. You know, because when we broadcast games, mm-hmm. like even like for high school or whatever it is, you know, you know, you hate Westfield. That's that's that's, that's oh, a given. Yeah. Yeah. But when Chantilly, you broadcast Westfield, yeah, hate them exactly. All. When you broadcast a Westfield game, you're not going to sit there in your mind. You're like, no. yes, they didn't do it. Especially but, now, I don't care. Exactly, exactly, yeah. But at the time, you know, it's like you you didn't like it and stuff like that. Yeah. Same thing with me and Dominion uh, and Sterling and stuff like that. So it's like, but. At the same time, we know how to shut biases off when, sure. we're, when we're trying to be objective. The problem is her on Twitter, which tilts me the most, is when she sits there and says Joel Embiid is better than Anthony Davis, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" The That's guy's crazy. played like 20 games this season, yeah. and he's. Yeah. He, I have he, him on. You don't like him either because <laughs> he's on fantasy. <laughs> on he's fantasy. been the worst fantasy basketball you. player, and in the I world. got AD. Um, but that, oh, man, it, it's like when when she says something like that, it's like, dude. It's just crazy. AD is is scoring twenty three and ten every single night, and Joel Embiid can't stay on the court. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's, it's that's ridiculous bias because she's just, from Philly, so she's she's a yeah. and then she says like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't shoot threes. Ben Simmons is yeah, he, he's overrated. But it's just yeah. like I'm not going to sit there and say I know everything about Ben Simmons. But Maybe we'll have her on. We'll figure it out. Well, I mean, we'll there, there's a lot of people that we have. I mean, obviously once uh, once you know the drafts start coming up with like the Wizards and stuff like that, sure. like Chase Hughes. I still got his number in my phone, right, 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 all that right. kind of stuff. So we Love got to talk. Chase. We got we got a lot of different guys that we can talk to especially i got a lot of people you know that i contacted before we had all of our personal stuff go on sure uh that that still will be on the show and stuff like that and hey sean salisbury oh, follows yeah. me on twitter well there you go and he he has like i don't know how many that like he has like probably fifty thousand people yeah. or twenty thousand something like that following him he only follows two thousand i'm one of them wow that's a big deal that's a big deal that, that, that's actually I, legit I, I dm'd him right about i think his son went to mason or something like oh, really? his son I, I, he has some connection to the local no, well, he's on chad dukes all the time every yeah, single, yeah. every single friday or something like that yeah. and it's, it's funny because i ended up dming him because i'm going to texas uh for a bachelor party yeah i started laughing though because i i you know i i dm'd him and everything like that and when i dm'd him he didn't respond back and i thought it I, I was like maybe it sounds stupid maybe he's not maybe he's you know gonna hate me yeah. so i ended up deleting it and you then dele- like oh. i deleted it and then 30 minutes later he followed me on twitter and i was like oh maybe i should have oh wait. man he was gonna see it yeah oh well it's all right. i was kind of because because he lives he lives in houston and he's, he yeah. talks about austin a bunch i'm sure he could yeah. i'm sure he could give you the spots yeah he, he's he could he, stay at his house he's, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> now that i'm one of the two thousand salisbury ranch man yeah, he's, uh, he's he's pretty good on the radio no, though. that's legit that's but legit. hey but there's, yeah, yeah. you ever seen you ever heard of the guy john barenthal oh uh, yeah yeah the actor he's yeah, a huge from Venom, yeah. dc fan yeah so I'm, and you can DM him. So I'm, I've been waiting to DM him just in case. Sure. Something like that. Now that would be fun. Get him on the show. Because you're, you're a Walking Dead fan, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I've watched. Well, I know who he is. Yes. Back in the day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, have you watched The Punisher? 
Uh, no, but I've I I know I know who he is. I've seen him. I, I'm acting like I'm his biggest fan, but I'm not. Hey, he's <laughs> agent or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I just I, I've, I've been, seen him. I've been I, scoping it. I've I'm been well scoping. aware of his work. No, I've he's been scoping it just so we can get possibly some other guests. That would be legit. Chase Hughes is definitely a, a big time. Yeah, thing. Chase Hughes and John Bernthal. They're they're like the same level. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I think it's the same level. Let's move on to some little caps and whiz gotcha. here. Um, we'll we'll touch on these real quick. Eller for the draw, and as the puck drops, the words. Hey, I can't wait to get one of those intros for the Mats for our uh, segments with them. Washington Capitals, we're going to touch on the Wizards as well. We'll do a lightning round kind of segment here um, just to kind of the, the lay of the land as far as hockey and basketball goes. Two, two teams on very different trajectories yep. uh, right now with the Caps at 79 points, 37 wins, 16 losses, five overtime games there as well. They're at number one in the Met, just a point ahead of Pittsburgh. Um, and then, of course, the Washington Wizards who are in the – you know what? I won't crap on the Wizards too much because actually, you know, the Wizards aren't necessarily in the toilet yeah. right now. Uh, as far as I mean, they're only uh, they're only like three games. Yeah, three games out from the eighth seed. Yeah. So I mean, well, we don't want to get four in the last ten. So that's we don't want to get too excited or anything. But at the same time, um, you know, three games back from a possible playoff appearance. Appearance. So things aren't aren't that bad in in Wizards land as far as it being a 20 and 33 record. Imagine making the playoffs with a being 13 games under 500. Welcome yeah. to the NBA people. Yeah. Um but let's start with the Caps here Mike as far as now I know you know we won't go too in depth here but still you've got another postseason on its way, you know, pretty relatively soon and another Caps season that's going fantastic and being at the top of the league and things like that. So as far as from a from a Caps perspective, is this going to be another Stanley Cup run for this team? It, well, it, they got sim a similar situation that they did uh, a couple years ago with Gruby and Holtby. And I'm having a little dilemma here, Ben. You, maybe you can give me some insight on – I have a Holtby jersey. It's a nice jersey. Don't get me wrong. Sure. And you've seen it before and stuff like that. It's like yeah. It's kind of like one of the – it's not really a throwback, but it's like I'm trying to think of how – anyways. It's a red one, but it's like one with the stars on top and stuff like that. With sure. The, um, I'm trying to think if I should sell it because right now okay, okay. he's on the verge of leaving. Mm -hmm. And if I sell it and then maybe buy a new one of like what I wanted, that's, this is why – see, I used to be a huge jersey mark. Sure. And I used to be the guy that everyone, especially going to Redskins games, so I used to go to one or two a year. Everyone used to look at me and say like, dude, that's a great jersey or something like that because sure. I would get the guy. It's a good guy to be. I would get it. Yeah, that's right. I would, it didn't get me anything, but sure. it, just, you know, it got me a compliment every now and then. But I would be the guy that would wear the jersey of a good player that no one bought jerseys for. Okay. Like do you like yeah. for instance, like back in the day for uh, for the Redskins, you probably don't remember this guy, Marcus Washington. Okay, the name's familiar. He had a real big uh, neck brace, number fifty three. I had one of his jerseys, Chris Horton, who okay. came out in number forty eight. Had uh, he was a safety. He was dirty for a season. I got his jersey, then he sucked, and then they <laughs> dropped him like six games later. Of course. Um. So it's like I've had some really good jerseys back in the day, but now it's like because jerseys are getting even more expensive, and yeah. you, you don't want to get a Nubs jersey that's literally you know like 
like a kid's jersey that's like nothing. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. It's, it's, it, those, you're going to get a jersey nowadays. Like, it's got to be quality. Either get a jersey where you can wear it all the time. I'm a jersey guy. Exactly. I've got one on yeah, right I now. I know yeah. you are. Either get a jersey, which is a, a solid choice, but it's, it's still a T-shirt, or a stitched nice jersey. Don't yeah. get that little nubby one that's in between. Yeah. Uh, so that's the problem. Is I'm, I, That's a really nice stitched jersey, but especially uh, hockey sweaters are so expensive. Yeah. So oh, I don't yeah. want to sit there and say I'm going to go buy like you know some regular one. You know, of Backstrom or something like that. Even though he's going to be with the Caps until he retires, most likely, I want to get a nice throwback. Like I've always wanted to get the old school black capital Ooh. with Ovi on the back, Ooh, but I can't legit. find it. And or you have gone to the uh, the old old uh, overseas. Uh, I can't find it. Jersey people I can't find it. Man, and, and no uh, Alibaba. I don't know if I want to go to China because <laughs> they might have some Corona that's stuck on it when they yeah. ship it. Um, and can find that little plastic they ship it in. Sure, uh, but then. <laughs> I also, if that's not the case, I want to get the navy blue one with the eagle and have an Ovi right, on the back. Right, that's right. like that's like the alternate back yeah, from yeah. the nineties. That'd be good. But I, but that's like because you know Ovi's going to be a capital for life. So you're like yeah. okay, you gotta, you never, you're, you're safe with an Ovi jersey. You don't have to give it a jersey. You're going to see Ovi in like Pittsburgh. In exactly. Five years. So it's like I don't want I don't want so I'm I'm debating yeah. on that. So you're going to have to get back to me after you think for a little bit about what do you think I should do because I've been dilemma having this dilemma for the entire season because everyone knows Hopi's probably going to be gone. Sure. So I'm like, uh, do I want to get some money for it because I don't want to sell it like next year and then all of a sudden get 10 bucks for it when I can get 50 for it this year. No, I feel like you might have to go with it now. I think it might be a – because I think you'd just much rather use that money invested in an Ovi jersey. Yeah. Because that's a guy you can wear forever. That's what I'm saying. Like Hopi – I mean, Caps fans are always going to remember Holtby, and obviously he, he he was big throughout the playoffs over yeah. the years and that sort of thing. But he has but another five to six years probably at least. Exactly, left. yeah. He's a young guy, so he's he's not going to be retiring anytime soon. So, yeah, he could be he could spend the next five years in a different for a different city. So yeah. you might as well look at like, – like say, say, yeah. say, say he goes to, like, I don't know, Toronto or something. Like, just yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you don't want to yeah, – You can't like, show up with that's a Holtby like, Caps jersey. It's like wearing a Bryce Harper jersey now. Now, yeah. It's exactly. like, I have a Bryce Harper jersey. I don't, it's never yeah. left my closet since he moved. <laughs> Because I, I thought about that. I've been like, I, I can never sell this jersey. Oh, yeah. I, I can never get rid of it. Everything is on sale right now. Yeah. Bryce Harper stuff on every website. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. But um, it's just, I, I guess I'll have to go for that because I'll have to figure it out and see. I think that's the move. I think that's research. the move. But, you know, so you've got, obviously, like the situation that you're talking about, the jersey situation. But then as far as the team goes. Yeah, go I mean, get, let's get to the regular top. <laughs> well, 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 again, we won't spend too much time with it. But this is another year where the Caps are contending again. Um, and you've got to think that this is going to be a team that we may see go deep, another deep run in the playoffs. Is there anything um, from – Is there, I guess in your mind, is there anything that's going to hold this team back from winning another Stanley Cup? Uh, the only thing that's going to hold them back is if their goalie play is not up to snuff. That's why I said it kind of is the same kind of dilemma as two years ago when they had Groovy and they had Holpe, and Holpe wasn't doing uh, real well in the, in the regular season, then, then Groovy was coming in, yeah. and Grubauer was just basically going out there and getting you know under three goals a game and, and being solid in between the pipes. And that's why they started him in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden he sucked yeah. the first two, two games of the playoffs. <laughs> and everyone was like, get this guy out of there. He's yeah. left like seven goals in two games. So they ended up switching to Holpe, and Holpe was on fire. And they always had the thing called the save and all that stuff. Uh, and yeah. that's that's the thing is you look at it and say, are they going to have that same situation this year? They got Sam Sonoff, uh, who came from Hershey, and he's a, he's a basically like the next prodigy. Mm-hmm. After talking about same same as Holtby, even though Holtby was still kind of in that mix with uh, with um, what's his face uh, that went to Philly, um, the goalie. I'm 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 losing track of his name right now. Uh, but he was kind of in that. He was never really think of, thought of like the prodigy, but Samsonov is. Mm-hmm. And uh, lately, they've had a little slump, which over the past ten games, they're five and five, uh, which isn't good. But 
this is probably the best time. And just like you said, right now they are about 58 games into the season. Sure. 82-game season, okay? you got another, what, 24? Is that the right math? I think it is 24 games. Right now is the perfect time to have a little slump and then get into the, the, the playoffs and just, just surge from there. Because right now if you get a little slump, depending on what uh, um, uh, Kuzi's injury is and how long that might take, I don't think I haven't got an update on that. But right now you know, they're still number one in the Metro. They're still, I think, number like three overall in the in the entire NHL. I mean, right now they have uh, five more points than the best team in the West. I mean, best team in the West is St. Louis. St. Louis is pretty good, but they're the best team in the West, and they had they're still five points over them. So that's how you can tell the East right now is on fire with the Bruins and the Lightning. Lightning are ten and zero in the last ten. It's unbelievable. But overall, the Caps they were surging. They still have the best away record, which is always solid to have. Uh, you know, going towards the playoffs and the power rankings right now on ESPN, they're still number three. So a little, little slump. But overall, I think you know with the resurgence of Jacob Vrana, you know, coming out and he's going to be like one of the next, not really superstars, but one of be the next stars. He's probably going to be taking the place of Andre Burakovsky, who's actually playing pretty well um, for his his now uh, team. But really, when you're looking at, it, I just think overall. It's not going to have a lot of slippage from 2018, but 2018 was just kind of a weird year because they, they just got on fire. Yeah. But this is legit the perfect time to have that little that little streak of you know lose two, win one, blah 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 blah, whatever. Because they built up such a huge lead. I mean, they literally only have they they have 21 total losses, including overtime losses, out of out of that that many games. So it's like you think about it, it's like. They have less losses than the Bruins, who have the best point total. You put yourself in a position to – it's okay to lose a couple games here and there. Not that it's ever really okay, but you know what I mean? Where it's like you you built such a cushion. It's every every type of team, though. But NBA, NHL, you had that little slump, then you get back in it, and then you get back in swing things. Because you you really want to get in the swing of things heading into the postseason regardless. Yeah, so you got got over 20 games left. You know, get that little slump for another 10 games, so then have 15 games to ramp it up and get going. So we'll see what the the goalie play is. But they're talking about possibly having the same situation as they did a couple years years ago with having Sam Sonoff playing really well, even though he's slumping a little bit lately and same with Hopi, you know, who's going to start mm-hmm. they if they're both playing this about the same they're going to start Hopi yeah uh, but it's always good experience. to have Sam Sonoff say like hey you know I'm ready to go coach let's do yeah. this thing so anyway I mean overall, of course, don't forget about my uh, Detroit Red Wings there yeah, they, they, they made, dude every team 14 I, wins I texted, 43 losses I texted you and I said every single damn time I text you about one of your teams you tell me why are you betting on my teams again <laughs> and I bet on the, the Red Wings twice the worst team in the NHL I bet on them I think it might have been I'm trying to think who I had them uh, play um, and they were they were obviously underdogs, and they ended up winning the game like five to two. Of course, <laughs> and I was like, and then I bet on the uh, under for them twice, and they both scored five goals. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. So I had to stop betting on your teams that you like. But right now, to answer your question as a, as an umbrella statement. I don't see anything stopping them from making a deep run except for maybe the Penguins. Yeah. And obviously we're going to play the Penguins like we always do, which is always. sucks. But it's a series that you have to get through. And I'm just a little worried about who we're going to play in that first round because last year obviously the Hurricanes were playing really great. And, you, I mean, you just look at the whole entire standings as a whole. There are – I mean, the worst team in the in, is the Devils in the Metro. They have 54 points, which is, is pretty decent because they're almost about 500. But you have the Rangers who are above 500. They're second to last place, and they're above 500. I mean, it's like – it's it's unbelievable. It's kind of it's kind of like the Western Conference for, yeah, for and the NBA. NBA. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's just a goalie situation, and, you know, I'm not too worried about it right now because they're going to make the playoffs no matter what, so we'll see, we'll see in the next Yeah, week. so we'll see how it kind of plays next, out. Next they've three got, or four weeks. they got 20, 20 games or so left, so we'll, we'll kind of see how that finishes up. Let's move on to the NBA. Beal again gets it. 
gets an angle, throws it off the glass and scores! He's been phenomenal! Warren's third of the game, we're tied at 144. Beal, nice move, lays it up and scores! Oh my, 40 points for Bradley Beal! Is it too bad to have Steve Buckhand still on the intro? I think I think it's like a classic thing. It is a classic. It's a throwback. I don't even know who's the broadcasting people right now. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. They're horrible. It's, I've yeah, listened to them so before. bad. They're so bad. So the Washington Wizards, as we teased, this is a team that is, you know, kind of performing better than expected. I mean, a team in ninth place in the Eastern Conference. Um, as of late, at least. As of late. You know, they did win three of their last four heading into the All-Star break, uh, beating some bad teams, though, beating, like, the Knicks and the Bulls. But uh, you've got a whole month of March and, and most of April to go. Um, and the remainder here of, of February, of course. So this is a team that has a shot of possibly making the playoffs. Now, the problem is, and you and I both understand this, is the fact that you. what's more important for the Wizards right now? Making the playoffs as an eighth seed and getting smoked in the first round or getting a good draft pick? And for a team that's rebuilding and, and hopefully heading into next season with a full, healthy John Wall and Bradley Beal backcourt, I think it's more important for that team to be able to have some young guys come in and draft somebody as well um, to kind of join this roster, this already pretty young team. But we'll kind of see how that plays out. Because right now, um, the surprises of, of course, this season, I mean, Davis Bertans has been tremendous. Now, he's a guy that's supposedly going to probably leave after this season unless because the Wizards weren't able to re-sign him. Um, but they're going to try, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, Thomas Bryant still playing pretty well. Rui um, Hachimura, obviously the young rookie. He's come into this season and played well. So you've had some of these young guys and then some surprises. Guys like Garrison Matthews comes up yeah. and shoots the lights out. Jerome Robinson, Gary Payton the second. Well, it's been a lot of the guys that like you saw in college during like March Madness coming. Sure. Uh, Garrison Matthews, I believe, was for Loyola Chicago, right? I believe, I believe so, yeah, yeah. Or Lipscomb or something like that. Yeah, they one of those kind of, they, they have a similar kind of logo. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the thing is when you look at it, and right now when I look at this whole entire standings, it's like just like you said, right now they are still technically in the race for a lottery pick. Because they're a top, they're a bottom ten team. Yeah, that's, that's how weird it is. They're a bottom ten team, but they're a ninth place in the East. Yeah, and that's the thing is that you see the West, and that's why we keep talking about the West. The West is so solid for the most part that you look at their their playoff teams. Every team is above five hundred. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the East, and all of a sudden you see the East, and you're like, oh, the Nets and the Magic are both under five hundred, and they're yep. seven and eight. And that's the thing. The difference between the Pacers who are at number six and the Nets who are at number seven is six games. Yeah. That's a lot of difference right there. It's huge. And that's the, that's the thing is you look at it and just say like, what are you what are you gonna do? I mean, there's there's no reason to try to fight for that playoff spot and say, oh my gosh, you know we're getting so close. You know the Magic, you know they're not that great, but the the Wizards, the one positive you got to look at is that they can score the the hell out of the basketball. Sure. I mean, literally the, the the Bucks who are trying to quote unquote go for the you know the record, like the 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 Bulls' record. It's I just think that that's kind of stupid to say, but without many games they got left, but they are only four points behind exactly four points behind the Bucks in points per game. Obviously, mm-hmm. the defense is a big difference. Yeah, that's, 12, yeah, 12 points. That's the problem. But <laughs> the biggest thing is is that they can score. Yeah, and, and this is without John Wall. Exactly, and the, and and the difference is, and John Wall is not that best that great at defense, but they need to get a rim protector, and that's why I texted mm-hmm. you about it about the Andre Drummond thing. Is that I don't know why he went to the Cavs. That makes zero sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's when they still have Tristan Thompson, but literally when you think about it, Andre Drummond is scary, 
And literally, I met him one time. He's scary. I'm kidding. But uh, at the same time, you could have him underneath the basket and scare some people off from the paint, and that could fix a lot of your problems. Yeah, he's maybe not the quickest guy, Mm -hmm. but he goes out there and gets 15 boards for you. It's a lot better than the guy that's the same pretty much height as him. And Jan Mahimi, you know, it's like I understand, you know, your your cap might be having to re-reworked and all that kind of stuff, but that's another reason what you were talking about is, they didn't sign Bertans, but I don't think they. I don't know if they could uh, do it with their cap and how what he was asking for because they still have Mahimi's contract on the books mm-hmm. for fifteen million a year. And that's coming off, so that's going to be a big deal. So I, I just think they have a lot of young guys. I think right now they're kind of fishing and trying to feel out what what they got for next year. And Tommy Shepard, as we mentioned, uh, you know he, he's doing a lot better than Ernie so far from what I've seen. But as a whole, you know, like you said, you, you just can't try to fight for that eighth playoff spot because if you fight for that. Once you do that, I mean, you're close enough to the Kings at getting knocked out of this whole entire lottery pick. I'd rather have that 2% chance than have no chance at all and get, like, the 15th pick. Yeah. Something like that. I'd rather have that one chance where you can sit there and say, like, you know, be like the Pelicans who have, like, a 5% chance and they get Zion Williamson, something like that. So, which, by the way, I think if we barely just dip our toe into that conversation, I still would take John Morant over over Zion. Okay, okay. 100%. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think there's a lot left to be written. Well, Zion's been great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, just John Morant has the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Sure. They're they're over 500. Sure. And the Grizzlies, weren't the Grizzlies like one of the worst teams in the league They weren't great. They weren't great. I mean, that's why they were able to even get John. But, yeah. No, no, I agree. I mean, I have him on fantasy, so I've seen it firsthand as well that – uh, How you, how's your fantasy greatness. going, by the way? Not good, not well. Not, <laughs> not, not well at all. But, uh, it's all right. Bad, bad, bad fantasy year. But next year we'll oh, come back. Well, baseball fantasy is starting up. Remember, we got to do that. <sighs> baseball fantasy. Are we gonna Are we gonna get a baseball fantasy with friends or something like that? Or are we gonna do? <sighs> See, I don't know. I, I have one league that I'm in typically. Um, that I don't. I only know one of the guys that that runs it. I work with him. Yeah. Um, but we can try to figure something out, man, as it gets closer. I'm, yeah, I'm we... willing to get in two different fantasy leagues. Okay. Okay. Either either a friends one. Or a non- I mean, I was thinking we could get some of the people from fantasy basketball who we want to do baseball, but we got to get the, the the people that are interested. Yeah. Um. Maybe Ian. Maybe Dan. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll throw out some feelers for yeah. that as we get closer and closer. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, overall <laughs> with the Wizards, I, I think honestly their best move is to um. You know, you want to get a lottery pick. I mean, you want to try right. to go after one of those guys. Have a chance. Yeah. I mean, being in the eighth seed and getting smoked by Milwaukee four straight games, I saw that firsthand with the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. There's no use of that. There's there's really there's well, really no point. Yeah, and looking at the draft, too, which really sucks, is that the yeah. draft is a lot worse than it was last year. I mean, last sure, year, sure. you know, you yeah. had you had some players that were – I mean, this year is more like – like, you look at a guy like from Dayton, Obi Toppin, mm-hmm. okay? He's, he's a good player, or Anthony yeah. Edwards from Georgia. They're good players, but they ain't, you know, top five, you know, like going to no. change your franchise. No. They're kind of like a Rui situation where you're going to get them, you know, later, like mid-first round. Like last year, those guys would have been like 10 to 20. Mm-hmm. And right now, they're projecting them to be in the top five to 10. Yeah, because there's not, not enough other yeah, talent. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see where the Wizards go with the draft picks um, as we get closer and, and towards the end of the season. Um, so we will hit the uh, the tail end of the show here. Right, we got one. More, we got one more thing. Oh wait, what? What are we? What we're are we're, we're just gonna uh, dip our toe for like two minutes in sure. the XFL. Oh just, yeah, yeah. Sorry just, about that. Yeah, no, that's me, all good. Let me seal this back uh, up you, for you, a you second. You just there. wanted to open the most. No, stuff. no, that's true. No, I, I, I for, totally forgot. So obviously you were out of town, yeah, and you were visiting Ian and stuff like that, and um, yeah, but I had a chance. That was when I actually had a chance to watch some of the games. Was exactly. because uh, while while my boy Ian had some practices um, to be coaching and things like that, I threw on some XFL action, and I'll tell you, I loved it. 
And now all the reviews I'm hearing, especially around the Audi Field games, the DC yeah. Defenders, people are digging the Defenders. Defenders Nation is strong. Oh, yeah. And now they're 2-0. and oh, oh, they're kicking ass. Um, kicking and they're names. looking great. And they're doing exactly what they should be doing as far as playing those games at Audi Field, a smaller field that seats 20,000, I mean, and you're probably selling 18,000 tickets. Well, against the New York Guardians they played this week, they played last last week at MetLife. And it's like, what, what what's the point of that? You had, no. you, had, you had like 75,000 seats that were open. It's like that just yeah. looks terrible. No, but you got Cardell Jones just balling. Uh, yeah, and, and, you've got, yards. and so it's I guess I guess it, it comes down to the fact that it, it is and, and a lot of people are saying this is it is clearly evident that football fandom is alive and well in, in Washington, D.C. Yep. There are tons of football fans in this area and and you can't point to the Redskins um, attendance numbers and like lack of uh, you know fans coming out to those games as a sign that people are not interested in football here because they are um, but the fact is here's here's a stadium that is in a great spot it's right by Nats Park you can get there to the metro easily there's a ton of stuff downtown nearby there to do you've got the waterfront you've got restaurants you've got um, all this different stuff there it's 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 easy to find kind of parking nearby there all that sorts of things You've got a smaller stadium, so it's a more intimate experience. You got a, a, a newer stadium, so it's somewhere that is very more modern. And you've got um, great food options, great right. drink options. I mean, all the for, all the aspects are there for the success of the DC Defenders, and it just kind of shows you that you know you stick a team like the Redskins in Landover, Maryland, in the middle of nowhere, uh, hard to get to, traffic yeah. sucks, parking lots are tough to get out to, stadium gives you crappy food, everything's overpriced, blah blah blah. The football fans are there, man. I mean, they're coming out 18,000 strong to the D.C. Defenders. You know for sure that they could bring it if, if, if the Redskins are able to move a stadium to a more convenient location for these yeah. fans and put together a better product well, on the they've field. Been, they've been talking about, just to, just to dabble on that for a hot yeah. second, they've been talking about the whole entire Daniel Snyder, like the, Virginia doesn't want it, D.C. doesn't want it, blah, 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 but he owns like land that's like near FedEx Field that mm-hmm. he wants to build it on. It's just a whole entire sure. stupid spiel. That, we'll get into that, you know, yeah, later yeah, yeah. when, the, when we'll try, maybe we'll get an expert on or something like that to talk about that but sure. no one cares Bruce Bruce Allen he's he's done ski so we'll have to see what they do to change um, but obviously it's not that football season it's this football season with the XFL so we'll talk more about the XFL and the DC Defenders who are 2-0 and yeah. uh, who are just kicking ass and taking names Cardell Jones the leading passer in the whole entire league right now that guy is just a monster. I remember seeing him at, at, at uh, OSU. Yeah, oh yeah. He was just a he was just a monster. The guy yeah. is literally yeah. so big. He's huge. He's like a rhino. Yes. And it's it's, just, <laughs> it's it's hilarious. And that's what you're talking about Audi Field. It's perfect for them because you know, you're not you're not going to fill a stadium that has 40,000 people. No, you're, you're not. If you're you not. play at Nats Park right now, you're not going to fill that. No. Okay? Keep it local, mm-hmm. keep it nice where on every view of the stadium or whatever they have, it's going to be filled. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the total count was for this past weekend. I think it was lower, but I'm sure it was colder. Well, it was a holiday exactly. weekend. All My that dad stuff. was t- he was he was like, yeah. I don't think they have uh, that. He says it looks a little bit more empty. I'm like, yeah, it was 20 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go either. No, and that's the funny thing is DC. So of course, two of their five home games were this past two weeks, and they both both those days like today it's 60 degrees outside. Yeah, it's beautiful, but <laughs> Saturday it was 25 degrees yeah. and it was freezing cold. Yeah, of course. Um, but I mean, they've looked really good. The the Guardians they won in Week One, which was kind of a kind of an upset. They said I believe they played um, the Wildcats. I believe from LA. I believe maybe maybe I'm, I'm I'm mistaken on that. But I think that the Guardians with Matt McGloin, the old Raiders quarterback, 
they just, I mean, they sucked. I think they might have got like 100 yards of offense, dude. It was embarrassing. Yeah. They won 20, I think it was 27 or 28 to nothing. And it was just embarrassing. I mean, it was literally, we, me and my dad were watching it together. And my dad's like all in. He's all in now. After the first sure. after the first week, he's texting me saying, hey, man, the game's, game's coming on. Dude, yep. def- def- he's, like, he's, he's like, defenders for life. So I was like, okay, <laughs> defenders dad. for life. Hey, dad, calm down. <laughs> But it was it was funny though because literally it's it's kind of funny because you look at their 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 team and they got a lot of good players. I they mean a lot of studs. a lot of good role players like yeah. that, that 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 you know make a difference. I mean their wide receiving core is probably the best in the whole entire league. Mm-hmm. They got Eli Rogers who was who was pretty decent mm-hmm. for, the, for the Steelers. Rashad Ross who was the best receiver in the AF or the AAF. When that was around for the two weeks, it was pretty much, and he was also a pretty decent receiver for the Redskins during preseason and and, and practice camps and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean they have some. Pretty damn good guys. I think the guy, guy named Presley or something like that, who was I think the leading rusher in the in the nation for San Diego State when he was in that. Yeah, college. something like, like that. They got yeah. they got some damn they good guys. They got some guys. ballers. They got some ballers. And apparently they just traded for yeah, uh, that Anthony, Anthony Johnson or something like that, uh, who was disgruntled for LA. And good thing he's got got away from LA. LA sucks. But LA they're they're playing DC this week, and yeah. they're playing Josh Johnson. Who used to play for the Reds? Right, and it, and the thing Johnson. is, is uh, in L.A. They're playing in L.A., so and yeah. L.A.'s zero and two to start the year. So, so the defenders do come back at home game March eighth. This is their first game back at Audi Field after taking two games, playing two games on the road. Yep. And here's the thing: I mean, tickets aren't that bad. I mean, you're looking at about a fifty dollar price point. Looks like for an okay seat. Well, um, think about what you said. It's a much better experience than going to FedEx. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, it, it really is, and I've I've been there for soccer games at Audi. Um, it's there's really not a bad seat in the house. You're much closer to the action. Where you think about a FedEx field, you're two miles away from the football field. Yep. It feels like. Um, so we'll definitely keep an eye on the defenders throughout the season. They've got you know you've got ten weeks. It's a ten week regular season, and right now starting out two and zero, I and mean, that puts yourself in a pretty good position for playoff yeah. rankings and things like that. But they, they got they have to figure out the stadium situation, just like you said, yeah. though, because the Houston Roughnecks they're they're a high flying offensive team. Uh, they're playing at the University of Houston, so that's mm-hmm. a great, great. Yeah, staying in a college, a college stadium or soccer stadium. That's yep, where you need exactly. to go. You can't go play at an NFL Seattle's stadium. Seattle's playing at the Seahawks stadium. Now they were apparently able to draw at Seahawks. Now keep in mind, they did, Seattle, they had, I think they had like twenty five thousand. Yeah, like exactly. And I think, and I think, I mean, part of that is Seattle people are just crazy. They'll go to anything. Sounders, yeah. yep. uh, Seahawks games. So, but I think it's the New York teams is where they really screwed up. New York, uh, Tampa Bay. I don't think they have a home game yet, but they yeah. they're playing at Raymond James, yeah. which is probably not going to be so well. No. Uh, and I believe, um, uh, I think there was what well, there was one more, but LA is is playing at the Chargers current StubHub Center or whatever it is. Right, right. Dallas is playing some random place. I don't even know where it is. St. Louis, they just are hungry for football, so yeah. you can, they can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, they can draw. But it's like, like you said, it's like, don't go to the big stadium. It's, no. just, it's just a it's just a Make a it a more intimate mess. thing. I mean, it's a different thing. Now, who knows how long, you know, the XFL is going to last, if it's going to be something that's going to be around for multiple seasons. Um, I would assume it would do better than the AAF, um, uh, but we don't really know. Hey, I mean, hey DC was, was projected. Out of the eight teams, they're projected to finish fifth. In the league, in the league, okay. Yeah. So okay. they're like the bottom four teams right now. They're two and zero, oh, and uh, I mean, you look at it right now. I mean, some of the teams, and they said Dallas, Dallas. Now Dallas has a really good uh, situation because yeah. they got Bob Stoops, who was retired, <laughs> right? Really good Oklahoma coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called supposedly Stoops. he called Landry Jones and said, Landry, you know, you know, yeah. you 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 bounced around from teams the last couple of years. <laughs> Come back to the XFL, and I'll and, and you can be on my team. He said, okay, coach. Now, yeah. that, that's a real good. That's de- legit. They, they are projected to be the top top team in the league. That's smart. Uh, that's with like, legit. I think they were projected to get like seven wins. Right now yeah, they're yeah. one and one, but DC was only projected to get I think five and a half. Yeah, so but now where? I mean, with this start, I mean, you don't know. This could be this could be a 
I mean, here's the thing. Imagine postseason football play yeah. in the, in the spring. I mean, come people on. are gonna be going nuts going for it. crazy. That's also a good timing yeah. too, because we have obviously hockey's ending, mm-hmm. basketball's ending. The Nats are you know in the getting the swing of things, stuff like that early in the season. Having these guys go until that time. Yeah, it's just it's a filler. It's just filler. It's it's the it's the the calm before the storm with March Madness. Then yeah. you have this going and stuff like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Because what, what could be great is if like this March twenty eighth game or um I was gonna say if if the Nats and the Defenders have like a game around the same day. Oh yeah, it'd be fantastic. I mean, double imagine dip. being able to double dip with that. I think DC United and the Nats sometimes get a situation like that every now and then, every season where maybe the Nats play at like one and and a DC oh, United yeah. plays at like seven or something like that. But imagine doing that with football. When you went to the DC United game, was that a night game? It was a day game. Uh, it yeah. was like it was like I wish, two, two. I want to see. I want to see like the that. night game. There. Yeah, yeah. It might be. I'm it might sure, be. Sure, it'd be. I'm sure it'd be good. Um, but so we'll keep an eye on the defenders, yeah. man. As the season goes on, that's another DC team. We'll, we'll make a little intro for them and everything, yeah. man. Because uh, starting G- to get some G- audio out there. GP's calling those games, Grant Paulson. So um, yeah. we'll we'll kind of see how this team does. But final segment here of the show, we get to get to the main event here, the food side of things. Now, I did have a most stuff earlier. Um, I I will have another one, <laughs> of course, and uh, I'll offer you one as well since you were so kind to. to well, bring. so here's the thing: I've been bugging Ben, and I know Ben has he has. I mean, he's a podcasting. Uh, I was going to say something different. They probably you, you'd edit out anyways. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, but you're just like you're so hungry for podcasts. I'll get I'll eat these after. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. I've been trying to get Ben to do this this snack podcast, which I'm sure it'll come around at some point. Um, I just got to bug him enough. Uh, but it'll probably be more towards the the springtime once it starts getting warmer and stuff like that. Yeah, because then we can record it like literally after we record this, and we just get it. You know, it's like 15 minutes. Sure, it's called. Sure. I I I think the snack this could be a little a teaser idea. for this. Yeah, thing. so we'll, we'll, let's just get a little snack in yeah. here. And yeah. of course, like I said, I'm keeping the most stuff. Uh, for that pocket, maybe that'll be our opener. We sure. really dissect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm gonna keep that one all nice and sealed, so it's you know fresh. So I won't <laughs> give a, an official review then. Yeah, let's just let, let's just a little divulge into how good it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is the Oreo most stuff. Most so we're not talking about a little bit of stuff. One F or an extra stuff. We're talking about a lot of stuff here. Man. So you went with the. Uh, you went with your dissecting portion where you took one cookie off and then you did the mm-hmm. the most stuff with only one side of the cookie. I, I just dove right into it. Usually I would do the shove it all in my mouth and just eat it all whole. Sure, I don't want you to choke here. Yeah, but I'm trying to dissect wow. as much as possible. So here's the thing with Oreos. Unreal. As we have, we, as, as we have talked about on the show, um, the reason you eat an Oreo is because of the stuff. Let's be honest. You're not eating Oreos... I mean, yes, the the chocolate cookie God, is is a is a nice thing to have, but the stuff is what ties everything together. And the fact that you know we we know of course double stuff, um, and we know like extra stuff, but well, we we made the the we made the the dude is that so good? But the most stuff that's well, like we a made whole the, other level. The, we made the thing uh, the the mistake of. Buying what was it called? It was called uh, Mega Stuff. Or Mega Stuff. That's what it was. Something. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I bought. I bought them. Me and you thought they were the most stuff. We were like, dude, this is so good. So yeah. Good. And then we ended up finding out that it wasn't the right it thing. It wasn't the right stuff. And they went away because they because they sold out. Yeah. And I told you that my brother-in-law. We all. We, actually, this is supposed to be at the beginning of the show. 
So when we all got the gym membership, stuff like that, it was like a week. It was a weekend or it was during, oh, it was during holiday break. Right. So we were all there at the same time because me and my sister are teachers and we were off and uh, my brother-in-law met us over there and, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to my mom or something like that. My brother-in-law, he's, he got knee surgery. So he was out and he ran to the store. He came back. He had this bag and I was like, what is he, what is he carrying? Ziploc bag of four, the most stuff. Wow. In there, and he gave it to me. Number one, I was like, "What the what the hell am I gonna do with these in yeah. the gym? Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna look like an idiot carrying around Oreos in my pocket, <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing a treadmill." Um, but right then, I knew I had to get it for him. Yeah. So the next day, on the way back uh, from wherever I was, I stopped at Harris Teeter. Didn't have it. I went across the street to Target. I saw this plethora of Oreos, and I was like, "Where the hell is the stuff?" And I could not find it. But then hidden. In the front row, which I didn't look at the front row, I didn't think they were going to have it in the front row. The most stuff, plethora of them. I mean, it's it's three a, packets of those things. I mean, because the thing is, if 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 you ever seen the cover of this, um, the stuff it makes up pretty much half the cover of the oh, box. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about you know, a lot thing. of white there. Uh, you could win a hundred thousand dollars by voting for me at whatsyourstuff.com. Apparently, yeah. um, don't know what that's about. Yeah, hundred thousand hey, pounds. Serving size one cookie. 110 calories per cookie. Just got screwed right there. Um, man, okay, no protein in it. I just lost 500 calories any. at the gym, and I'm already, I'm yeah, already, I'm already giving that back. But I'll tell you, this is a heck of a. When does Abby get cookie. home? I think she might be home by now. Oh, she's um, home. Yeah, so I'll definitely give her one Dude, of these get, for sure. Is she we'll, an Oreo we'll guru dessert. like us? Like oh, yeah, a, she loves Oreos. Not really a oh, guru, yeah. but like an Oreo kind of. So we had over. Was it over winter break or something like that? Um, we had also gotten so you and I had had the the fudge dipped Oreos. Oh, that's great! So we over break. I bought the fudge dipped chocolate filling Oreos. Um, so it was it was you know how they have the chocolate filling Oreos? Yeah, it was chocolate filling and fudge dipped. Yeah, that's a lot of. It was a lot. That's uh, that's a lot of digress right there. I'm trying to. So think. I was saying. I still, I think the fudge dipped regular Oreo was better, but really? this one was still very good. Because remember, oh, the, so you're saying, oh, you're saying the fudge dip one was better than these? No, no, no. I this is probably the best. Well, then again, <laughs> I don't know the fudge dip. Remember that? Oh, that I was remember, an experience. I remember they it. only only bring like eight in a box or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah, the box yeah, was, was pretty small. They're so precious. Um, but different pack. Oh, I don't know. That one was really good. But what I'm saying is, I had the chocolate version of what we had, where it's chocolate filling. Yeah. So chocolate filling and fudge. Dip. How was the chocolate filling? Um, you know, what it did was, it, what it was did it pretty taste good. Like? What did it taste like? Because you can obviously taste a difference. Because the stuff has yeah, a it was just a lot. Taste. It was it was just a lot. It was a little smoother chocolate kind of taste yeah. in the middle. Uh, but I will say I like the stuff more. I think. But as far as this versus the chocolate dipped regular Oreo man, because that chocolate dip was the fudge dipped was Dude, pretty was so incredible. Um, but I think the most stuff is is right up there. I mean, this is uh, this is a pretty incredible cookie. Um, yeah. I'm not going to give my rating though, because we'll do obviously that on an actual show. Yeah, obviously it's limited edition, so I had to buy the 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 decent amount of them. Yeah, but I mean, they they said they came back from popular demand. Obviously, popular yeah, demand. Yeah, this is backed by popular demand right there on the I box. Mean, you had to you had to get them. Yeah, I mean, those because. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, next time I go to a party, I just want to go to the you know Harris Teeter Target or something like that, and get like six packs of Oreos of all different types, sure, and then put them on like a display pit plate or whatever. Yeah, let's kind of hear what people have to say about them. Yeah, they're saying know? like, oh, what's this? What's this one? It's, it's yeah. yellow. 
Yeah, then you take a bite of it and it tastes like ass. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I had uh, I had entered like an Oreo creative flavor contest. Oh, did you? Never heard back. I uh, I had a peanut butter and jelly was one that I offered. Uh, if I don't you did know about that, if you did like a peanut butter cracker and then maybe if the stuff had a little bit of jelly like infu- like grape infusion into it. Um, but doesn't doesn't an Oreo have to have a component of the Oreo in it? Um, like, cause think about it. You have the chocolate cookie, right? Sure. Part. Sure. And then you have the uh Oreos, which is it's like a it's like a like a, I don't know what the cookie is. It's not chocolate. It's like mm-hmm. the gold part. Yeah, it's like graham cracker, yeah, yeah whatever. Or and then it's the the stuff. Yeah. yeah. But but the problem is that I think when you have like the mint, it's like the cookie. That's that's the regular yeah. cookie. I'm not like, a mint guy. I mean, it feels like I'm I just using went to the, the dentist. Yeah, or something. yeah. yeah. Eat grass, as you said at one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing, though. It's like literally. Um, I have a funny story to tell you about that too. Uh, but that's the thing. I think you have to have a component of the Oreo in See, there. See, I, the I agree with you, but I was trying to win a contest, so I had to be creative. I think I offered a Fruit Loops flavor. How long did you um, think about this at work? <laughs> it was a while because then you had to text that in to like a number. Oh. And I sent like two or three ideas into there Pe- peanut butter and jelly. Um, I think s'mores um, was uh, one, I think they of one of them, don't they? Yeah, maybe I won. I don't know. <laughs> but it, the whole thing was is <laughs> like used if you though. submitted a flavor and it won, you were going to get to like you would get a bunch of money and you'd be able to go to the Oreo factory as they like make it and oh, you could wow. like be part of that process. And I was like, man, I'd love that. I uh, my cousin has something on online because his birthday was the other day and he went to Hershey because he's a huge Caps fan, so oh, he yeah. went to watch the Bears and they went to Hershey, Hershey and they had yeah, I love I love. I've been there many a time. Um, and they have that little thing where like it goes through and has your mm-hmm. name on it. And I was watching what they had on this little video. I was watching what they were putting on there. And I, I was they put my my cousin and his wife put like the oh that's like, like the make your own candy bar thing. Like the yeah. rice crispy or something like that. I was I was like or whatever it was. And I was like, come on guys. Yeah. And they they missed the pretzel part. The pretzel part's pretty good with the little salt tang. Mm-hmm. And I was oh I was I was a little upset about what they made. I'm telling you that Hershey store there in the park is unbelievable because it's got. Like every candy you would ever want to eat yeah. ever, and it's all around the store. Well, last time, I, last time I was thinking about going to get some ice cream the other day because I was like, really, I was I was with yeah. someone, and I was, I was like, oh, I, was gonna, I want to divulge. And I was going to go get chocolate, or I was going to get a milkshake from Chick Fil A, like a chocolate milkshake. Solid, always a solid. And I was going to get that, but I've been cutting back so much. Sure, sure. And uh, and you know, since the last time we recorded it, I've been ridiculous. Um, I'm starving right now. That's yeah, that, that, that was my dinner. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> but, go. But um. So, so the thing is, is I literally um, was like, man, I really want something. So we ended up going to McDonald's, yeah. and she ended up getting like a snack size McFlurry. And I looked, I was like, I'm not really into well, a snack, snack size. S- it's like this big. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I'm not going to pay no, that No, if you're going to get a McFlurry, get a McFlurry. So I ended up saying, screw it. I got a little ice cream cone instead, and I, oh. I kept it classy. Wow. And it's Because it, it's only like 200 calories, not that bad. Sure. <laughs> I'm not trying to count calories over here, but I'm trying to get in shape for this wedding and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, the funny thing was... Is I was thinking about the last time I went to Sweet Frog, yeah, and how many calories that probably was. Oh yeah, I, my you, lo- you got to load that sucker. It was up, like man. birthday cake ice cream or yep. yogurt or whatever oh, it yeah. was. Yeah. And dude, that thing must have been a thousand. Yeah. I put like five calories. brownies on top. It was <laughs> it's, that's like the the ice cream is like just like the you know the 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 layer that holds all the things yeah. I'm actually putting in there. It's, it's cookies the glue. and yeah, exactly cookies and brownies and chocolate chips and, yeah. and then you put the hot fudge on at the oh end. My God, and, <laughs> and then the person at the end's like, "Are you serious?" That's first. the thing about those frozen yogurt places. Like they're more unhealthy than if you went to like Ben and Jerry's. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's because you put on all the other stuff. Get but, a pint. But, you, ever, you ever had yeah. ha- Halo Top? Yeah, I've had Halo Top. What do you think? I'm not a giant fan. You know, uh, what, it tastes okay. So for a healthy ice cream, yeah. it tastes pretty good. Exactly. But if I I'm gonna get point. ice cream, I'm gonna get ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. like, I'm either gonna get the Ben and Jerry's little pint and eat that. 
um, or I'm not going to get ice cream at all. But yeah. I'm not going to get the Halo Top. You know, I'm just not. Yeah, yeah as, a, as like a personal choice. Like, yeah. If you're cutting back, then you have to kind of get it. But, sure, sure. But, so, yeah. It, I'm just making me hungry now. <laughs> but um, so real quick story before we end the show. Sure. Or actually, before I try the, yeah, you gotta the try those. little mamas or whatever it's called. Mama Zumas. Uh, mama <laughs> show, show some goddamn respect. <laughs> mama Zumas. Yeah. Um, so, because uh, I'm a teacher, I was talking to some of the third graders during lunch duty. Because on Mondays, I have lunch duty, so I have to be there sure. for like an hour. It kind of sucks, but yeah. it's actually kind of fun. Make sure the kids aren't throwing their yeah, you know, exactly. stuff at each um, other. And uh, it's, 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 it sucks, but it's kind of fun. So it's like a 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have some girls that are Girl Scouts. And I was like, so, you know, when, when are you selling these things? True. They said, well, we already sold them. I said, and you didn't ask me? I was a little upset. And um, so when they said that, uh, they were like, oh, well, you know, we, we, we were sold out of all of them. And I said, well, uh, I mean, what am I going to do here? Yeah. And then one girl, she said, I have some, but I'm not a Girl Scout. I bought them, and I have, like, two oh. boxes in my garage, and I'll sell them to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, yes. I said, Molly, bring in two of them. I'll give you 10 bucks. Yeah, I was about to say, did she make any profit margin on that sale? Uh, she hasn't done it yet. Okay. Because, she's, yeah, she's, she's got to get, she's got to, if she's smart, She's got to take a couple, get a couple yeah. bucks. I think profit. it's five bucks a box. You, you know, makes seven. She bucks. should charge you twelve. Yeah, she should. Yeah, she should charge you twelve, and then oh, that yeah. way she makes a couple bucks I'll, there. I'll, I'll buy two boxes of tagalongs. Yeah, tagalongs are literally the best. Tagalongs yeah. and dosy dos. I usually buy Girl Scout cookies. I didn't buy any this year, but I in the past I'll buy it from from like. Family and what friends, is it with people say. saying, "Oh, I I can go, I can eat a whole sleeve of Thin Mints"? Like it's yeah, again, it's, it's mint. Gross. It's like, it's what's gross. the point? I mean, they got tagalongs which are like Reese cups. Yeah, tag-alongs they got dosy dos that it's so much peanut butter in there. I mean, literally. Yeah. I'd rather eat a stupid trefoil than a stupid uh, sure uh, other thing. Yeah, the, the no, that's thin fair. Mint. Yeah, thin mint's gross. It's just no. so gross. I want you to try these Mama Zumas. Oh, okay, let's let's get so this is Ma- this is my favorite chip. It's Mama Zumas. One Zuma's bag is three hundred calories. Well, you don't have to eat the whole bag. Well, okay. yeah, you got to. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? Open the bag and and not. So it's a waft it. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, so he's wafting a little bit. He's sticking the schnoz in there. So Mama Zuma's revenge here. You got to try a couple of them oh, to yeah. get the full feeling. So he's popped the f- he's popped the first chip in the mouth there. Um, he's he's got the Grippos that one time, right? I don't remember the Grippos. Yeah, the barbecue Cincinnati barbecue chip. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we ever reviewed it. I think no. I think you just ate it. No, I think I did just eat it. So he's popping a couple Mama Zumas. You got to make sure you got one with plenty of the coating on it. It should have should have a little bit of heat. Getting a little bit of heat. Okay, as long as he's getting a little heat here. Yeah, a couple, couple more. So I would say this is probably one of my favorite chips. Um, I get them every time at the at the grill at the deli. Route Eleven. By my work. Um, yeah, Route Eleven is the. Uh, it's a Route Eleven brand chips. Gluten free. Uh, are they? <laughs> I have no Apparently. idea. Apparently, I have no idea. But uh, I want to. So I won't have you do a, a review review. Because um, again, we're gonna say that for the snack show sometime. Yeah. But I do want to get some impressions. Now I, I don't want to sway you. Like if you don't like the chip, you don't like the chip. I'm still eating them. But I want to. Okay. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want to get your uh, your thoughts on the chip. Okay. Yeah, I'll grab one as well. All right. You hold them. Oh yeah. This one's a really good. One. Look at this one. Yeah, that has some heat to it. Hmm. <laughs> Man. Get a full crunch in the mic. Mm-hmm. Especially you with no windscreen. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh yeah. That's really good. It's got a nice little kick to it. I like that. It's not too spicy, but it's got a nice little kick. It's got that habanero. I like that. 
Yeah, I'm telling you. That's definitely got that. That's got. So it's not. I don't think. I'm not gonna give it a rating. Really. I don't think it's up to sure. the snuff of Flamin' Hot Doritos. Okay. Okay. But Flamin' Hot Doritos is like burn your face off. It's also a different kind of ch- chip than your your Flamin' Hot Doritos. I'm trying, to compa- too. trying to compare it to something. Yeah. It tastes really good. I like it. I know you. I, I, I'm glad you thought you, you, didn't, you probably didn't think of me. You probably got an extra bag. And you're like, maybe I'll have to try this. <laughs> well, I did have. To, so the funny thing is, my brother was obsessed with these chips, so he's always like, "Buy me some. Buy me some. Buy me some." Really? So I bought a couple bags. You can't. We can't buy them in bulk anywhere. I mean, you probably can. In a search. I haven't them. really seen them. Yeah. So I just know that they have them in my grill. So I always buy a couple bags. Um, when I knew you were coming over today, I was like, you know what? I know Mike likes like likes a nice hot chip. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna let him have a bag of this. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of over the potato chip type of thing because I need yeah. some, I need some kick. I need some, I need something that like makes me want to go back for more. Like if I eat a sure. Lay's potato chip, I'm not going to go back. No, for more. they're boring. Yeah, like I like like the lowest chip I will go back for. I like barbecue chips. Well, yeah, I'm saying like the like like those pummel Lay's barbecue chips. Oh yeah, I mean pummel them like mm-hmm. literally beat them into the turf. Imagine like, having a bowl of those out, like the defenders did to the Guardians. This is like that. Yeah. Um, I would say I mean those like. For instance, and the heat still stays in your mouth for a little while. Yeah, and and like I said, yeah. I, I'm drinking the doctor. I, yeah. I brought Doctor Pepper over to celebrate uh, getting back on the show. Sure, not really to celebrate anything. It's just I just want a little Pepper. celebration. I understood. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just took a nice little swig of it, but I still have some heat in my mouth. But it's yeah. I took a swig of it just because I I wanted something to drink. I didn't I didn't yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's that heat that it's like it stays there, but it's not overwhelming yeah. to the point where you're like, oh man, I'm dying. Like yeah. some of those hot sauces I have in my fridge. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Well, like like I said, the flaming hot Doritos ones. Those are yeah. I those are like extra heat. Sure. You know, you need some water or something to drink. Yeah. Um. Because and what, the bad part about it was the other day I was eating eating some of them and some of the the sustenance that like the dust the powdered dust that was mm-hmm. on it like. Kind of was, I guess, in the air. Oh my, no! My Did you get eyes, in your eyes? Well, my eye, well, I, no, I was just eating them. Yeah, just normal. And I guess when I bit one, it was like, kind of like this flew disintegrated, off of yeah. like a genie. Exactly. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, my eyes started watering. I, I was like, what is wrong with me? You and got emotional. Sudden, what, yeah, what, what, yeah. What yeah I, I started like bawling, crying because because I, I got. Flame, flame and Dorito dust or in my eye. <laughs> I didn't know how I did. It's not I was, a good time, man. Um, but no, definitely, I will save my review for those. But yeah, Dude, I'll, I'll bring them. Which, which, what is it? Like a normal deli? Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. work deli, right? Yeah, it's in Herndon, off Herndon Parkway. You get, you get, you can buy them like two, two, two at a time, and you, or you can buy like ten at a time, probably. How many do you get at a time? I usually only get like two. Um, what do you have? Like a little stash for Will? Um, yeah, Does he I, come I, over here all the time. Uh, he usually comes over like once a week yeah. on Saturday mornings. Usually, sometimes um, that's when I'll air fry some wings up. Ooh, on Saturday and, uh, mornings, not Saturday mornings, like Saturday afternoon, okay. <laughs> like like noon. Oh, um, I was like, wow, that's pretty early. For, actually, but uh, too early for wings. But no, my go-to is I get the Monroe Grill like sandwich. It's like three kinds of meat. Are you the pickle guy or something? No, no, no. I'm not the pickle Ma- guy. Mayonnaise guy. They always you? said I was the onion, onion guy. guy. But, I, but I, I don't even get onions on the sandwich anymore, so you can't yeah. say that about it. But I get, it's like ham, turkey, roast beef, cheese, lettuce, bacon, tomatoes, uh, mayo on like each side. It's a gigantic sandwich. I get that, and a bag of those, you're set, man. They, they, they cut it up. Can't even fit the whole thing in your mouth. Is, is, is that stuff healthy? I didn't. I you lost, uh, no. you lost I mean, me like the second ingredient. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't call it healthy. Um, but there is lettuce in there and tomatoes. Oh, lettuce! Um, Isn't lettuce like eating grass? But there's bacon. Um, and there's like three kinds of meats and there's cheese. It's it's not a healthy sandwich, but it's a fantastic sandwich. So me cutting back stuff like that. Do you are you a spinach guy? 
Yeah, yeah. Like I'll eat spinach. So I, I never used to eat spinach, but I told you yeah. why I ate spinach. Like you know, last year I started trying, and I was like, okay, tastes yeah. like nothing. It's not bad. That's fine. It's, it's a green. Um, it's like it's it's kind of weird. Like I'm it, grabbing it, one more. Uh, eat, eat the rest of them. And uh, go for it. These are for you. I I know, but it's I can't. I'm not gonna eat the whole thing. Okay. I mean, I I usually would, but I'm trying to cut back. And I'm trying to have willpower. I don't want to pressure you. And uh, well, you're not pressuring me. Honestly, I could eat them right now. I don't give. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a cuss, but anyways, uh, I I think that uh, I mean, really, when I think about um eating spinach, like I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. It's kind of weird how it's like it's good for you, but it doesn't taste like anything. It's yeah. like it's like eating air. It like, kind of like sense. The tiniest little bit of spinach flavor to it, or you yeah. can recognize that exactly, flavor. exactly, but not much. But it's it's, it's kind of weird. Like it looks. I feel like you're. What's it called? A uh, uh, is it herbivore or something like that? Sure. Whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. Omnivore. Or Popeye. Yeah, it's it's, it's one, That's one all he those, used to eat. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, Healthy like a, guy. Like a dinosaur that eats eats grass and trees. Um, but it's just kind of weird. Puppy, you say puffy guy. Pop Popeyes. Uh, uh, yeah, Popeyes. He was a healthy guy. Well, hey, I, I'm still waiting until yeah. until we get our Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Oh, true. But I'm waiting on that for you. I, yeah, dude, I, I haven't had it because yeah. they have a Popeyes yeah. over on by Drainsville by your by your parents' house. Right. You know, right. that, that used to be the bank yeah. that was there for yeah. like 10 years and no one ever bought it and they yeah. never sold it. Um, but yeah, so really, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tra- starting to eat spinach wraps all the time. Okay. I've eaten spinach wraps for probably the last month and a half or something like that, two months. And they're actually pretty solid. What do you put in there? Uh, so I'll get, uh, uh, well, you know, at Costco, they actually sell for like 12 bucks a big giant packet of peeled rotisserie chicken. Solid. It's like Solid. already peeled. Yeah. I've only got it once so far because I usually get something else. But yeah. I'll put some type of meat in there, and that's what I'll make for lunch. I'll have a, a spinach wrap. I'll I'll put the cheese on there. It's like a whole process. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I do it for the week, and it only takes me about twenty five minutes or something like that. You know, for for all the spinach wraps, I put it on for five of them. Put the cheese on there. Melt it just so the cheese stays firm on there, sure. so it doesn't like flop everywhere when you put it in the bag. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll do that. I'll I'll spray some sriracha or something like that on it. Then I'll put a meat, either a yeah. chicken or whether it be, you know, uh, ground turkey or something like that, whatever I have that okay. week. And um, I'll put some spinach leaves on it, and I'll wrap it, and I'll, and I'll put it in a bag, and I'm good to go. Pretty solid. It's, it's, it, Man. It, and I, I've gotten no. three spinach wraps so far from Subway. Solid. Nice. And it nice. costs like six Spinach wrap, Mike. Spinach wraps around. That's what they call yeah. you. So getting yeah. a lot more greens in my system. Man, and, uh, healthy guy now. He's oh, a yeah. healthy guy. I've, yeah, I've told you I've lost about but 27 pounds. we're still going to be eating uh, snacks on, on the oh, show. Yeah. So. yeah. I don't I'm not, that's, that, that's like Just a, don't eat all day and then eat those snacks. Oh, yeah. That's well, really I, healthy. I've ate a banana all day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I did sleep in until like 1030. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I think I was around President's that President's Day. President's Day, man. Well, we're back. This is our, our kind of entry show back into the podcast world. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Yep. Um, that way you can get all the future shows. Uh, find us on iTunes and, and the like. Um, we'll probably try to start posting a little bit more on the website as well as we get closer into right. the baseball season and all that stuff. Um, so a lot of content coming. Uh, but Mike threw out the Twitters earlier, at Cerrone16 uh, for him, and then at the DC Crossover for my, myself on Twitter. But besides that, people, if you are interested in snacks or things like that that you want to tell us to try, feel free to shoot us a note, um, and we'll we'll try them on the show. Yeah. But besides that, I mean, we're back. DC Sports is back. DC Crossover is back. Matt's, I was going to do the, I was gonna the, do the uh, We Are Back from The Hangover, but I, I, every single time I do that. Sure. I got my mom Zuma's Revenge. <laughs> I ran out of beer, so uh, it's a little bit spicy on the tongue. Is that beer? Uh, that's, yeah. Oh, it says, oh, it says IPA. I didn't even know. I, th- I, didn't even, I thought it was like a Sierra Mist or something. How was that? Was it solid? Sierra Nevada. Oh, yeah, it's one of my favorite. Wow, beers. they make a can. Mm-hmm. I never knew they made a can. It's one of my favorite little beers. Is it? I haven't had a. Jeez, 
I've had. I mean, I haven't really drank that much lately, but I've definitely had. I like how we're trying to outro this, but that's okay. Going, <laughs> we're going into it. Yeah. I haven't had a lot of beer lately. Yeah, I've been trying to cut down as well, but yeah. you know, figured doing the show. Yeah, but definitely come back and uh, and 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 follow the show, like Ben said. Subscribe on iTunes. I think it's I think it's iTunes still. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to figure out if we can get it on Spotify. I'm not exactly sure, but iTunes, Google Play uh, Music, and uh, also Google Podcasts. Uh, definitely, again, like Ben said, follow the Twitters. And we're definitely going to try to uh, post on the website more. I know I have a lot more time, uh, you know, that I can do stuff and have a little more free time. I might start writing about the Defenders. Maybe we'll get Dan to start writing some stuff. And, True. Uh, True. You know, we'll, 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 we'll try to get a little more we'll content out. on there and stuff like that. But uh, definitely follow, subscribe, and do all that kind of like. We're going to get back into the swing of things here. And I have a little bit more time as Ben has his fancy studio, yeah. um, and uh, I'm, I'm going to start coming over to his house for a change. There we go. Instead of him driving all there we the way. There go. You got the couch. <laughs> I got the chair. We're ready to go. Thank you guys for listening. It's been another episode of the DC Crossover. Stay tuned for some more DC sports podcasting in the near future.